Camara has been quite a disappointment. Camara um, might be one of the worst picks of the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I still don't quite understand why, but... Um, it's quite fascinating I, considering that the reason to not draft him going into this year was that he might be in jail for part of the season. That would have been a blessing in some way. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. <laughs> no, but it's true. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the SSFL podcast. We just finished the last week of our regular season. We've got a new spicy tiebreaker round. Oh, Tony's already taken his victory lap. So I guess we'll just start there. Um, Kevin, how are you? I'm okay. Thanks, Brendan. How are you? I'm um, okay. You know, putting up 60 points on week 13, not exactly where you want to be, but I'm also not last in the vision. So uh, Eric, how are you? Uh, about the same as I've been for about 10 weeks. <laughs> So I thought we'd start, we could kind of just look through uh, where the standings are now. This is the first year we've done this tiebreaker thing. So it should be fun to kind of look through and see. We've got some actually exciting should we start tiebreakers. At the top? Should we start at the top? I was going to start at the bottom. Oh, okay. We can That's talk fine. Kyle if you want to talk Kyle. Uh, no, just whatever. I don't know. I noticed Brendan skipped me in the intro. I was just making sure that everyone was aware I was here. But oh. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Um uh, do you want your allotted 30 seconds to glow? Nope. We can talk about it later. Oh, okay. So at the bottom, we've got Eric. Uh, basically, uh, just waiting to get picked in our uh, Pronley draft. My team is a large number, too. <laughs> <laughs> no comment? It's a trap game for whoever picks me. I genuinely hope it is. Team's shaping up. Rashad White looking pretty good. Brian Robinson regained his form. This is some solid number twos. <laughs> <laughs> Beneath your brand buds. Um, next up is Kenny. Uh, to you looking to make a repeat of the Island Bowl. Maybe we will draft on the Island after all. And then we've got a three-way tie for five through eight, which, as far as I can tell, doesn't really matter. I guess... Yeah. The, Not really. The winner may end up getting to pick between two teams for their first round of the Pronley. True. Sorry, is this between 10 through 8? Is that what you're saying? Uh, sorry, 10 through 12. Okay, yeah. Which is who? That's Brandon, Kenny, and... Brandon, James, or... James and Harsh. Okay. Let's see. Uh, not sure that matters. Jay locked in at 9th. Uh, he will get to pick a playoff match for the pro. For I mean, the unless, someone unless someone picks oh, him. Oh, unless someone picks him. Yeah. I would. We actually have, um, I actually have exclusive interview with Justin. Um, here, I'm just going to play a short clip. Okay. How you doing? Right. You have a seat over in that chair, please. Yeah, please sit down. Put your hands up, Tom, so I can see. Do you have anything to say for yourself? I like sucking and being sucked. That's Kevin Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Chris Hansen? <laughs> Is it Chris Hansen? Yeah. Well, it's Chris Hansen from uh, to, to Catch a Predator, here for Justin. It was exclusive uh, audio footage of uh, Justin's apartment. So. How you doing? Oh, right, it's I'm playing again. Over in that chair, I want the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> To be clear, this is not because Justin is a doodler, but because he played the doodler, right? 
Well, he's, an he's a doodler enabler. Yeah, he's, he's an enabler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, I really wanted Jay to win. On the other hand, he started to Sean Watson, and uh, you're better than that, Kamesh. Especially painful has to be the fact that he held Jared Goff for like 26 weeks this year, and then Jared Goff's on the waiver wire this week, putting up 25, and would have got him a win. There's actually um, oh. four quarterbacks on the waiver wire that would have gotten him a win. All would have been relatively reasonable starts, too. Goff, Heineke, uh, Carr, and Daniel Jones. So That motherfucker. <laughs> All right. And then this is, I think, the real, the tiebreaker dream almost. Uh, Tyler, Dion, and Mike fighting through for six through eight. So the winner makes it into playoffs. Second place gets to pick Eric in the first round of the Prawnley. <laughs> and next gets to pick Kenny. I, I, um, yeah, this is what we all wanted. When exactly. We were rooting for James. And it was looking dicey there for a while because the, the Bucks are really bad. But for the sake of the week 14 tiebreaker, this is the best. Mm -hmm. um, and I was actually laughing because there was actually a tie in the NFL this week too, between the commanders and the... Giants and um, you know how sometimes like and I, I clip this because I found it hilarious and you know how sometimes commentators just talk for the sake of talking and they oh. don't know what they're saying yeah so this like is the this podcast or yeah yeah exactly um, this is the commander's <laughs> radio broadcast um, explaining the situation of a tie after Gano misses field goal it's not a win but it's not a loss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's the situation for these three teams, I guess. Yeah. They're alive one more week. I think that uh transitions well into also our next tiebreaker for three through five. Uh Shar, myself, and Kevin playing for the chance to pick your matchup in the first round against the other two people. And whoever wins from Tyler Dion Mike. I think that, you know, compared to like, you know, getting into playoffs is huge because the alternative is the prom league, but also being able to pick your first round, it's kind of kind of spicy. Being able to potentially pick Mike is super important. Do you think that's actually who you pick? Uh, if he's there, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> what gets interesting though is with the other like the Tyler and Dion's. I think if they make it in one of them, I don't know if that's an obvious choice. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I think that my picking Tyler would depend a lot on um, how Kenneth Walker looks and how the Lions look, like who the Lions are playing mm. that week. They are going to play the Jets. So it's a tough matchup for the Lions. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. To me, that seems like prime Jamal Williams faltering touchdown territory. Just <laughs> ah, ah, sign okay. me up. He has something like like eight, 10 of his. He's got 14 touchdowns, right? I want to say 10 of his touchdowns have come within two yards of the goal line or something. It's something I've seen like that. It's like it's like eight one yard touchdowns and two two yard touchdowns. It's practically automatic at this point. It's uh, highly reminiscent of the old Chicago Bears backfield of Matt Forte and Michael Bush. 
<laughs> one of these running backs is clearly more talented than the other one, but the fantasy points are pretty even, if not favoring the touchdowns all year. I th- I just want to say that uh, the like time word of the year might be goblin mode, but mine is definitely vulture mode. It's been good. The hell does goblin mode mean? Just being a being a grimy little goblin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are any of you going to take the route? Um, I guess any of you, meaning Brendan or or Kevin, who are involved in the tiebreaker of like trying to lose, so you don't have to make that decision. No. No. Oh, okay. And just a little side note, are we allowing um a pass? Like like if, if like no. Kyle didn't want to pick, he like no. he like has to pick, right? You have mm-hmm. to pick. Yeah, you can like, you can pick however you want. If you want to roll a die, if you wanna right. you know do whatever you want, but you have to pick. Okay. Good. Good. I feel like that is some chicken shit bullshit. Like just unacceptable. Yep. I would kind of love it though if Kyle was like, I don't want to pick Anthony, you pick, and then he goes, I pick you, Kyle. Yeah. That's kind of what I was <laughs> so so there's a little bit of where I was going with that, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I think it 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 definitely matters uh, to get that third seed to at least take a look at the matchups, give yourself the best best what you think is the best option. But it also comes with a lot of uh, pressure. So I think there's there's no there's no situation where being the third seed matters in the next round of picks, right? Because you two come off buys and then you get to yeah. pick. Correct. Just for the first week. Because that would be more interesting. But yeah, because there's only four mm-hmm. people in every round of the playoffs, there's no chance for that kind of shit to happen. Nope. Where it is way more interesting is in the Promley bracket, where because there's eight teams in that first round, we're gonna have multiple people picking their matchups. Right. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. highest remaining seed going into the second round picks their matchup in the second round. Yeah. So when Eric, Kenny, and Bran all win their rounds, lose. Oh, when we win and knock people out, or and like we're actually good is what you're saying? I thought you were making a point. I was going to go Uh-oh. forward. We're all confused. Oh, now. no. No, I'm making the joke that you're going to beat the eight seed and then that's gonna fuck things up because that is is hilarious gonna be funny so what yeah because actually what is interesting about that scenario is that yeah if the like eight or or not or sorry the seven eight or nine seed picks an opponent and loses they'll likely get to pick again and Mm -hmm. and now now it's mind games now you don't trust anything (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and then if you lose again you're like oh god oh that's awesome i love it i Honestly, almost care a little more to see that happen than I do about the playoffs. Although everyone who's not in the playoffs cares more about the Promley, like even when they're well, that's safe. a little bit of a tautology. They're not in the playoffs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Even if they're safe, everyone pays more attention, and like people who get eliminated from the playoffs tend to pay more attention to the Promley. Because well, of my, yeah, <clears throat> my case for Island Bowl being the biggest win in NFL history. It's on the biggest <laughs> stage in our league. Got the most eyeballs. Eric, um, have have you over the course of the <clears throat> second half of the season, when your fate became a little bit obvious, have you positioned your roster to optimize yourself for the Promley bracket here? Has that has that for uh, foresight got to you? Uh, yeah, like, but I think I would do that in any situation. I've always played the game of like, once you're in week seven or eight, and you can kind of see which defenses are worth their which defenses are worth picking matchups against. You kind of look for trades or 
pickups or whatever that will help you against matchups in those weeks. So mm -hmm. it's not super different, but yes, I definitely have. Follow-up question. Um, did you try and take that same care in drafting your team and trying to set yourself <laughs> up to make the playoffs? Uh, I will say sort of. <laughs> <laughs> in that, like, because I knew that week 14 was tiebreaker, I definitely took attack of, I'm going to pick people that have bye weeks in week 14 with the idea that, like that will help me through the weeks that are more important. And if I get into a buy, if I get into a tiebreaker situation, like so be it. So I have, you know, a couple of running backs on buy next week and whatever that won't matter. Um, but it wasn't like a super big thing. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess finally last Kyle and Tony buys in the first round. You really got to look at Kyle making a statement this week, eh? Coming out with yeah. 129 points. It was impressive. Yep. You know, in the <clears> face <throat> of all that adversity. I do. I think it's funny that, like, you know, Tony's got this big narrative, like, least points for, least points for, but the team seems to perform. Mm -hmm. Other than. I wouldn't want to play Kyle. Yeah. You, don't worry. You won't be Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the perfect position because uh, I don't have to pick anything. It's awesome because Kyle's going to pick next uh, in the semifinals. So you don't think you'd want to pick? Like, I don't think I think I would want the control. I think in the semifinals, I think all four teams are probably pretty good. I would only want to pick so I could pick Kyle, but that's not going <laughs> to work. So <laughs> I think, like, like, yeah, like obviously he has the ability to pop off with Diggs and adams and stevenson and this week all three of them popped off but i just can't imagine that's like just not repeatable in my mind we joke about like copping out or like not wanting to pick but like realistically like you just want to give yourself the best chance to win mm -hmm. you should be able to look at a mat lineup and go okay this seems okay this seems bad Obviously, there's some percent of like you play correctly and then you just get, you know, fisted by Josh Jacobs for 45 points. Like, you know, that's that's fantasy football. But anyone who says that they're just going to chicken out and I've said this as a joke, like just pick the right matchups. Mm -hmm. Do what you can to set yourself up to win. Yeah, like in fantasy football, you have so little that you can control throughout a season after the draft. Why would you not want to take a small amount of extra control that you have? true yes it can backfire on you and like people will make fun of you but you're gonna get a lot of made fun of in a fantasy football league let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> um i also want to point out that this will be the second year in a row where my team has finished with the most points for and uh it's just just a fact just throwing it out there um, for mostly for next year's preseason power rankings. Hmm. Yeah. As a reminder, hmm. coming off back-to-back -back championships. Um, let's see what the, what Eric's Twitter followers think about that. <laughs> we never did get our final uh, playoff um, power rankings. Yeah. We did week four or three and then, that was it. And then Eric, updated. <laughs> Eric ran away to India before he could do uh, week nine. <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to like, uh, 
Do some tinker stinker. Do we have some tinker stinkers? Well, we talked I mean, about Justin. Deshaun Watson. That's clearly one. Uh, yeah, let's shame Justin some more for uh, picking the doodler. Five point <laughs> three four points. And looked terrible. He looked bad. terrible. That ball was greasy. <laughs> I think that it's yeah. Like there's, uh, I wouldn't have taken that much of a risk in that matchup. I can kind of see. Maybe he's thinking like Tony's team could put up, you know, 130. And so this is my best chance at like a 40 burger game or something. And so he swung for the fences, but it just the way Deshaun Watson looked in the preseason, it's kind of interesting that he would go that direction versus going with like a Jared Goff. Or something. The other interesting point about the matchup is that Houston's bad, but it's actually a terrible matchup fantasy wide for quarterbacks because they often get blown out when the quarterback plays good mm-hmm. and the quarterbacks play like two and a half quarters and then they don't get a chance to score so like points wise they don't give up a lot of points to the opponent opposing team's starting quarterback so just well, their their yeah. run defense is one ply yeah so like you don't need to throw the ball against them i um thought it was really telling like early in the maybe the second quarter they like cut to the sideline and Brissett is just standing there like with his helmet on mm-hmm. just like when am i going in <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and it looks like some of the receivers getting a little bit frustrated um he was skipping a lot of balls like one hopping them at the receiver's feet it's not like not a good look. look i think justin has to be mad about the fact that he lost to kyle the week before with a low scoring kyle performance more than anything yeah yeah two chances two chances to get one win and he didn't get either win. like that's got to be heartbreaking and didn't score a particularly large amount of points either so i mean Right, like both those weeks are winnable. Even this week, I didn't have a huge week. It was like just a good one. And and if he had put up a, a really good week, then he could have had a chance at playoffs. But um, alas, I just wanted to get a like a a heat check from Kevin and Brendan heading into the playoffs after you guys were in your ivory tower uh, for most of the season, expecting to get a buy. Um, how are you guys feeling? I'm not sure I ever said I expected to get a buy. I think you've constructed this whole like victim narrative and just like really, really leaned into it. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't track. Tony's never leaned into a narrative in his life. <laughs> How do I feel? Like I'm in playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I had a good season. Feel like I learned some things this season. Um, happy with the team's performance overall. Feeling great. Feeling great. Moving into next season. And the postseason. Just feeling good. All the seasons. Brendan's yeah. ready for them. Every season. Mud and snow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this team could travel to Coquihalla. Um, and are you, like, if you were to get the third seed, do you have a team that you're kind of eyeing down as you think is vulnerable? Or are you going to wait to see how it all plays out? Uh, we take it week by week here. Um, I think that... We'd love to have the third seed, and then I will take a look at the matchups. I will spend some time. At that point, it becomes the kind of situation where, like, it's pretty easy to justify spending a couple hours really diving in. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. He's lying. On his second monitor to the left, he's got a full analysis of everyone's uh, matchups for that week with red string connecting between things. uh... (laughs) Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. (laughs) Um, Kevin, same questions to you. How are you you feeling heading into the playoffs? Uh, I'm feeling all right. Uh, I think that relative to 
everyone's reception to my team at the start of the season. I'm pretty happy with how everything's gone to get to the playoffs and not have to worry about sweating out anything prawnly wise. Um, so I will say that feels pretty good. Um, uh, I don't love my team coming in to the playoffs here. Like Antonio Gibson is pretty much my only running back and he's the backup on his team at this point. So uh, I, if my big dogs aren't going to eat, I'm not going to win anything and that's okay. Cause we're here for the experience, uh, but not overly confident. Uh, that being said, this whole tiebreaker situation does give me sort of like another week buffer to give people some time to get back. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens there. And maybe I'll feel better if I can actually roster a running back core that does not feature Amir Abdullah. But until that is the case, <laughs> I will not look you guys in the eye and say I feel confident. I mean, uh, Christian McCaffrey's still getting, he's just going to get more banged up on next <laughs> week. So you'll have the starting running back for the Niners. Yeah, can't wait. Um, you make a good point though. It does give you another week for your guys to get healthy, but also for you to potentially pick someone up, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have, you actually have some fab available, Um, you know, but Brendan says it doesn't matter, but I I think you would argue that it probably does. So um, yeah, who knows? Lots can happen like injury wise in one week and then scoop up a backup running back. who turns into a starter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll get to snatch Mike Boone off the uh, waiver wire this time. Or I could have if I had some fab, but no. Nah, but Justin got him. Yeah, well, now he's with the doodler. So <laughs> I saw I got the little notification that, um, like the sleeper app that like Justin made a free agent move, like like minutes before kickoff. I'm like, oh no, like what does he know that I don't? And I like open sleeper. I'm like, who did he pick? I'm like Mike Boone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I will say um, coming off the season I had last year where I felt like I was playing damage control from week seven and Kevin gave me a lot of flack for it. It does feel a little bit like, like playing with house money at this point, Mm. you know, happy to make playoffs. I feel like I did level up a little this season uh, in terms of like picking up some players, making some trades and some reaches that I probably wouldn't have made other seasons and learning from them. Feeling good. Feeling like, um, you know, postseason, very excited for postseason, very excited looking forward. So both of you guys are taking the, like, just happy we made it this far approach, and if we lose, then it's okay, and if we win, that's okay, too? Never said that. Never said that. Okay. Well, I'm glad I clarified then. Perhaps you want to clarify your stance. I'd like to win, but I understand that there's a high probability that I will not win. It's fantasy football. Like, it's just, like, you know – it's there's too many things that could go wrong. I don't know. I think you'd have to be really delusional to really stroke yourself about being really good every season. Capital D delusional. Uh, can we pick some Pronley favorites to lose, to win, to win, to win it all? Well, there's eight. There's eight teams, right? We could do a quick little snake draft. Oh, I love it. Whatever it There's actually nine teams. Because there's still technically one that will Ooh. make playoffs. Oh, that this, that's an extra. Um, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But so we're gonna draft just, eight, right? Someone yeah, else will draft eight, and there'll be. Yep. Or we could just say Eric is too much of a gimme and like not draft him, and then draft the other eight. I, I'm probably biased, obviously, but I don't think I'm the most likely to take this thing home. 
Like you, I think okay. I have a more solid roster top to bottom than other teams. Okay, we're gonna let Eric go first as a little token of our appreciation for what he's done this season. <laughs> and then I'm gonna randomize the three of us. So is the idea here we're trying to pick the eventual Pronley. Yeah, right. your yeah. your score is the seeding of the team that you pick. The two the like the sum of the two teams that you picked. It's gonna go Eric, Brendan, me, and then Kevin, and then obviously Snake. Kevin, you oh, get two yeah. picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to pick yourself. Uh, no, I think I can probably get myself on the second round, so I'll leave that there. <laughs> Good value. Uh, <laughs> looking at some rosters. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. Take your time. I'm. Yeah, we should. I mean, unless you have this just like queued up. I'm picking by name here. <laughs> nobody take them dang there's some good teams here yeah right <laughs> some, i'll give you there are some good players yeah no that's exactly what i was thinking is that there are some good players and there are te- someone is going to win the pronley with like one or two pretty good players on their team which is actually kind of interesting mm-hmm Okay, I think uh, with my first overall pick, I will be taking Mike O'Toole. Doesn't even give him a chance. It's spicy. (laughs) I mean, he Uh, does. So, yeah, I mean, odds are he's got a one in three chance of making the playoffs. He's got to beat out two other teams. And if you truly think his team's not bad or not good, then, yeah, he's going to have a tough time beating two other teams. So... Yeah. Oh, can you imagine the Mike O'Toole morale at the draft next year if he, <laughs> he flunks out of the tiebreaker? The fall from grace that started with the garbage time comeback from the Buccaneers on Monday night. And <laughs> oh, that's, man. oh my God. He might not play. He might not play again. Because <laughs> that would mean that he will lose this week and then he will lose the next four weeks. Right. So five <laughs> losses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, um... I love that, Eric. I don't know how to feel about this one, but I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm going to take Mr. Year of Disappointments himself, Brandon Murray. I love that. I also wanted to take Brandon just because we talked about the vi- the dark vibes around Brandon's <laughs> team all year. But he's got good players. Like He's got m- more good players than most other Pronley teams. Um, but I, uh, sometimes, sometimes it's just not your year. You know, I like... Jamar Chase, um, it's like, oh, you know, he's been injured. He's come back. He should be great. Like, he had some real dumpy weeks to start the season, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm going back and forth between two teams here. I, uh, But I am going to pick uh, Justin Murray. Wow. Um, I think... A Murray split. I think it's just... It's all downhill from here. I don't think his team's particularly good. I think um, Barkley has kind of hit a little bit of a, a late season wall with his workload. Kamara has been quite a disappointment. Kamara um, might be one of the worst picks of the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I I still don't quite understand why, but um, it's quite it's fascinating pretty... considering that the reason to not draft him going into this year was that he might be in jail for part of the season. That would have been a blessing in some. Yeah. <laughs> Totally right. No, but it's true. 
like he hasn't been hurt and he didn't get suspended. So if you knew those things before the season, you would think, wow, it was like locked in. Right. Um, but, uh, and plus I just, I need another Justin uh, beer bitch draft, especially, <laughs> especially if it might be in Vegas. Couldn't agree more. He let the entire league down. So he may as well just flunk out now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Kevin, uh, back-to-back picks here. I have the privilege of selecting Harsh Hair as the <laughs> next winner <laughs> of the Prawnly. I knew it was coming. You guys know I'm still on the board, right? I didn't choose myself. You yeah, remember that? Absolutely, but you said something a little tidbit about getting you in the second round, and I am taking Eric in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I, I love the value draft of taking him second and harsh yeah, first. Absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. The the minute harsh called me when I was the only absentee drafter, I knew this was his season. <laughs> Harsh would really be the like the cosmic justice pick, right? One hundred percent. And it's at this point, it's the only thing I believe in the world. So, uh, as as Mike's favorite fantasy football saying is, "Good value." He always laughs when people say that at the draft. So I would <laughs> I would agree with you there. Um, I think Harsh is like the fourth most points for this year. Like he's actually got a pretty good team and he's got good players. So you're banking on some. Some bad luck. He's also made some harebrained decisions. He's been all over the place with it. Very He's fair. nervous. And there hasn't even been anything on the line. Now there's there's <laughs> consequence. That's very fair. Very fair. This is an easy choice for me. I'm taking Kenny Welsh. I was going back and forth between um, Justin and Kenny. Um, I'm looking for a repeat. I'm looking for a repeat promly from one of these guys. The back-to-back promly would be something else, let me tell you. That's good value. That's a team knows how to win when it gets really tight. <laughs> Can't say enough about experience. <laughs> Born losers. Right there. <laughs> uh, I am currently real unsure. Interesting. The team, the team that I was most thinking of second is still on the board when I chose Mike first overall. The team that I think is the second worst team is still hanging out there. Too nice. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm gonna go Tyler. Again, so, oh, he just lost. Lost. Uh, how long is Walker out for? Uh, it's and limper, f- more like foot, a foot strain, not an ankle sprain. Yes, Ken Limper. That's feet. Yeah, that's, feet are, like not joking. Foot injuries are generally like hard to heal, aren't they? Yeah, especially for a running back. Um, yeah, without him, that that roster is looking. I mean the the lion stack has somewhat worked. Even with uh, Williams vulturing a, a lion's share of the touchdowns. It's true. After they play the Jets, they get the Panthers and the Bears, which is a pretty, those are two pretty easy matchups. Okay, Eric, who's the, you got a, your team? I get to pick what my second choice would have been, which is James. Yeah. That was, I was so close to picking James. Yeah. No one I, wanted to pick Dion, eh? No. Okay. yeah james you? james team he's got the broncos curse so mm-hmm. can't undervalue that for sure yep. Cortland sutton had zero points this week yeah uh, i think chris godwin is not great anymore i think leonard fournette is losing his job has lost his job uh jared mckinnon is not a 
viable yeah. fantasy option. Um, so you're looking for big games from Josh Allen, Garrett Mixon. Wilson, Chris Godwin. Yeah, and if Mixon comes back and is healthy. That was the tiebreaker for me was that uh, Mixon's got a conky, not a like a lower mm. body injury. I disagree with you guys. I wouldn't want to. <clears throat> I think he, he's easily going to win one of those weeks uh, with those guys. I think Mixon's coming back this week. Uh, they said they expect him to clear it, and with Allen and the two receivers, I don't know. Oh well, that's why I, that's why I picked thing, Tyler. Yeah, fair enough. The concussion thing scares me more this year than it has in any other year because of how quick the NFL is with the with pulling people. Like it's one of those if he goes into the game having just come off concussion protocol and he's a running back and he gets popped in the head once, he's just done for the day. Yeah, and yeah, but the. The alternative is that he's got like a weird foot or ankle injury and he just like, you know, makes a bad cut and falls over or like doesn't even play. Like the benefit that we've talked about with Conkeys is always that like, assuming you don't get re-injured, you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. I just think what I, what I'm saying that is like, yes, your foot is hurting and maybe you start limping after a play, but that doesn't mean that the league is just going to pull you out of the game and you can't go back in. That's true. They maybe just take them off and like hide them in the training room and, Pump them full of stem cells or something, and mm-hmm. cortisone injection. Yeah, I I would just be a little bit worried about Mixon coming back because that that offense seems to do that is doing what they did last year, where they just decided that smartly that Joe Burrow is really good and they're just going to throw it every play. And I just don't know what role Mixon's going to have, but he's well, obviously going to have touchdown upside in that offense. But so. P Ryan's been really good when he's been out. He's had like he has. points every Yeah, that's week. true. That's he true. looked he looked really effective against uh the Chiefs. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so they they have no incentive to rush Mixon back. Um cuz Smudgy is doing really well. And maybe a time maybe more of a timeshare than than it was before. Mm-hmm. Was there a hockey player named like something Perrine? It bothers me that his David name is P Ryan. Perron. Yeah. Still plays, still good somehow. No, I'm making it up. Yeah, it is weird to me too that it's pronounced Purine. Like it should be Purine, is what it looks like. But also, if you had the choice, why would you choose Purine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, who knows? Good cue, good cue. Anything else we want to cover? Yeah, Canucks just made it 4 3. What? You yeah. got three goals while we've been podcasting and you haven't even like mentioned it? I gave up a long time ago. So. <laughs> 18 or 15 minutes left in the third. Of course, it's Horvat. Guy's got 20 goals. Unbelievable. That's okay. such Canucks luck. One of the only good things going for them that doesn't have a contract for next year. We'll see you all on Sunday. Kelly O's. Mm-hmm.